Friday. Yes, it is. It's the 11th of July. 11th of July. And here we are, canoeing the dog rocket once again. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's been a little while. I mean, it has been a while. And I'm sorry to say I had to blame the COVID for that. The stinking yeah, COVID. Yeah, everybody has an opinion. We all got things going on. And we weren't going to talk about it, but I think it's a bunch of BS. I'll leave it there unless Larry's yeah. got something. For oh, no. I, yeah, we, yeah. we, yeah. we could get the whole show on it, but we're not going to do that because no, we don't we respect want everybody's opinion. Yes, especially some more than others. But Unfortunately for some of you out here, Greg and I have the same opinion. <laughs> so... <laughs> All right, let's get back to cigars. We all talk enough. So, what are we going to do today, Larry? We're going to smoke a cigar. Thank <laughs> God for that. So, the cigar that, and I picked this one. Larry has usually picked the cigars, but I had the opportunity to pick this one. And this one is a little bit less, how shall I say, um, cigar that's 10 feet long. This is a morning cigar. And there you go. That's a good way to put it. Excellent. Yeah, you can have this with coffee. Oh, you, you're, morning. you're a genius, man. You are a genius. No. There we go. So this is the Balmoral Añejo Exo Connecticut Massivo. Could we come up with more names for a cigar? Balmoral Añejo Exo Connecticut Massivo. I think we need to start going with some acronyms here. <laughs> it's the... Well, that, well, let me let me complicate things because as I look, I haven't opened my cigar yet, but it says on the, the little ceiling sticker, this one says Rothschild Massivo. All right, so Balmoral Añejo Exo Connecticut Rothschild Massivo. Wow. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You maybe haven't seen these before. No, I have not. They were relatively rare. They're relatively new. Okay. I had my first one from Cigar Dave's Officers Club. Oh, okay. And he had a guest on that was from this company, from the Royal Agio Cigar Company. Okay. And they brought a Balmoral Añejo, and I got one in the mail. And I smoked it, and I thought, this is really up there. This is one of those spectacular cigars. Exceptionally old. Yeah, the, uh, the profile is mild to medium. As Larry was saying, this really is, or could be, your next favorite morning breakfast cigar. It's it's mild to medium. It's Dominican Republic. Yep, and it's rolled at the Royal Agallo Cigar Factory in San Pedro de Marcos. Box press, no. But it is, as this is the Rothschild, it's five inches, ring size 55. I like the ring gauge. I was gonna say, it's a Robusto Extra. There we go, yeah, that's the size, right? Yeah. Yeah, or the shape and size. Yes. So the release date is August 2018. Now you're gonna tell me about wrapper, binder, and filler. Connecticut Shade from the US. That's the wrapper, right? That's the wrapper. And the binder? Ecuadorian and Sumatra. My favorite. Filler? Dominican Olor. Pennsylvania 41, Pennsylvania, I'm sorry. It is grown in Pennsylvania, by the way. And stock cut Brazilian Mata Norte tobacco. Man, those are premium tobaccos. So the Royal Agio Cigar Company, I didn't know this, been around for 115 years. There you go. Man, founded in 1904 and is now one of the larger cigar companies 
in Europe. I don't know about now with all this COVID crap, but still. And they make a lot of cigars, don't they? Yeah, they produce approximately 750 million cigars a year in more than 100 countries. That's a big company. So the wrapper is a pale light golden brown, smooth, small amount of oil and very light machine. Yes, it is. It's not packed real tight, but it is tight. Not a solid cigar, but it has some gentle give. Yes, yes. I can feel that. And the bands, there's two bands on this. The uh, band on the foot is a nice blue, gold, and white. It's a blue band with gold lettering and a white offset stripe there on Yeho XO. And it does say Rothschild Massivo on the foot band. And look at that regular band. That, oh, uh, yeah. That's, it's, that's classy. The print is very, yeah, it's classy. It's uh, the blue and white and gold. And it says on the band, the regular band, on Yeho XO, both sides, exceptionally old. And then it says B for Balmoral, Connecticut. We've cut our cigars. Cut, we're ready. So I've lit my Balmoral, Connecticut, Rothschild Massivo. And I, I gotta tell you, there's the first impressions I'm getting out of here. A little bit of hay, I get some almond flavor, cedar of course. I'm getting leather, pepper. It's a nice flavor. The draw is like perfect. It's right there. It's burdened you're, you're starting. You're starting to see these in a lot of different places now, online. I can see why. And at one point, they were hard to find, sure. sold out. So while we have lit up and started smoking this wonderful Balmoral cigar, we want to do a little public service announcement here about how to ash your cigar. And I'll start off by going through, and then Larry will tell us a few things about it. He's got some tips and pointers here too. Here's my number one point, and everybody out there knows this, but I'll say it again for those of you who are new cigar smokers. Cigars are not cigarettes. You don't hover them over an ashtray and keep tapping them. And if you do keep doing it, then there's, there's something else going on. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a reason for this. The cigars are not a short cut slice of tobacco like cigarettes. They're long leaves rolled up. And so as you smoke a cigar, it does not have a tendency to have the ashes fall right off like a cigarette does because the cigarette uses very short cut little tiny pieces of tobacco. Tell me about messing with the ashes. Wait until your ash is about an inch long before removing it. But if you wait too long, the ash will drop on your shirt or table. You know, we all have worn golf shirts that we had on for the first time. It's never the one that's two or three years old. No, never. It's, and it just, you flick it, and then you'll go home and you're ready to take it off to throw it in the washer or whatever, and guess what? There's a nice little hole. It happens. And something else comes to mind here as we talk about this. One of the reasons why that happens, when you smoke a cigar, what's it make you do? It makes you sit there. You gotta use one hand to hold that cigar. So you're really not gonna be playing the piano or a tuba or anything like that because you need both hands for that and you can't set it down easily and smoke your cigar. It forces you to slow down, sit down, take a look at the world. And most often when you do that, us guys, we lean back. And when we lean back, we're not paying attention and the ash falls onto our shirt. There goes the shirt, we got another hole. Like once it's done, it's the shirt's shot. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, it just but becomes a garage. You invent something to repair that. You see, so many guys sometimes have really nice shirts, and it, and what I end up doing is kind of when I know it has a hole in it, I'll wear it to the cigar shop, or if I'm only smoking the cigar, 
So if it gets another hole, who cares, yeah. right? So Greg's you, already flicked his about, I'm counting about this. Go ahead, flick it again, Greg. 40, That's 10. 40 times. 11. I can't stop. So anyway, take your time with your cigar. If it develops an ash, let it go about an inch before you try to remove it. There's no rush. Be patient. And like Larry said, if you wait too long and you've got like a two or three inch ash, you're, you're looking for trouble. You're going to burn if, a hole If you're outside and there's a good wind, just wait for the wind to take and let, yeah. let your friend catch it. In their shirt. And when it's time to, to ash your cigar, just gently tap it on the edge of the ashtray once and turn it gently while you do that. And the ash should fall off naturally. And if it doesn't, then just wait. Get the jackhammer out. Just wait. It'll happen sooner or later. I'm starting to get... What are you starting to get? As far as flavor? Yeah, cinnamon. Yeah. I'm getting cinnamon in this. Oh, yeah, it's... Isn't that something? You know, on our shows, we talk about, uh, you know, whether it be pepper, whether it be cinnamon, tobacco, coffee, earthly. When you really sit and concentrate, a lot of times you're having conversations with someone, or particularly maybe when you're by yourself, you really want to really kind of savor the moment and, and try to pick up those complexities. Yeah. Sometimes we get puffing away and we get engrossed in our conversations. And you know what you're talking about? The zen of cigar smoking. You just have to sit there and write exactly what you were saying. If you're babbling away in a conversation, you're not going to notice the nuances of the cigar, right? Mark Twain had a quote. Smoking a cigar is where thoughts turn into dreams. Or is it the other way around? Dreams turn into thoughts. You are <laughs> buttering your way up to the top, man. <laughs> I was always a kind of under the radar guy. <laughs> and you keep moving, folks. Can't hit a moving target. That's true. So as I smoke this, I have noticed with a number of cigars that we've tried in the past that as you get a half inch down or an inch down, it gets stronger. Yes. This does too, yes. but not in a bad way. Right. No. The cigar isn't piling up on itself. There you go. You know? Mm -hmm. Some of the cigars we've had do. It, at it's, the end of the cigar, you're kind of going, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. What? Whoa. Yeah. What yeah. is it? Yeah. Whoa. And I won't name the name. Doesn't matter. But we did have a cigar, you and I, last year. Uh, it just... piled up so much it blew up. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Literally, it blew up, folks. Mm. Yeah. So. It simply amazes me that you can grow a leaf out in a field, harvest it, wrap it, let it dry out, and let it go through fermentation, and then wrap it up in a certain way. And you light it and smoke it, and these flavors come through. That, to me, is almost miraculous. So as we are getting close to rating this, I do want to talk a little bit about cigar dimensions. Just the outside, just the physical attributes of a cigar. The first thing that comes to mind when you look at a cigar, the first thing that strikes you, not the band, but the shape and size. How big is this cigar? What's the shape of this cigar? Is it fat, thin? Is it short, stubby? It can be any size. And I gotta tell you that it is not the size that gives you the flavor. Size does not determine the strength of the cigar. Or the complexity of the cigar. Very well said. Typically, large cigars smoke slower, and small cigars, as you would surmise, smoke a lot faster. The other thing is the ring gauge, and that's a mystery to a lot of people. What, what the heck is a ring gauge? They know its diameter, but they don't know exactly what. They know a smaller number is less, bigger number is bigger. We'll tell you right now, it's simply a 64th of an inch. So if you have a ring gauge of 64, 
and it's a 64th of an inch, that's a one inch diameter cigar. So ring gauge 64 is an inch. Uh, ring gauge 50 means that it's 50 64ths of an inch, like five sixths of an inch. So that's ring gauge, it's simply that. The length of the cigar is in inches also, but it's just a straight out measurement in inches. And if you were European, you would say, I don't go by inches, what do you mean? The cigar lengths have different names. They give all, and this is where it gets confusing. So we're smoking a Robusto Extra. So we'll explain what that is in just a second here. It's just a little longer. Yeah. Just Because a typical Robusto is 4.75. Now this is technical, we're sorry, but a Robusto is 4.75 to five and a half inches. This is six inches. So it's a Robusto Extra. You get an extra 10% on this. There we go. Okay. Coronas are five and a half to six inches in length. Petite Corona. Well, that's just the same thing, but shorter, four and a half inches. Your favorites, Churchill, how long are they? Seven inches. There you go. And again, we talked about Robustos. Seven to 12. Corona Gordas are five and a half to 8.6 inches. Double Coronas, 7.5 to 8.5. Panatella. Panatella, five, 7.5. Lonsdale, what's that? I've never heard of a Lonsdale. That's a six and a half inch cigar. What we just went through are the straight-sided cigars. Figurados, though, are not straight-sided. Those are your torpedoes, your pyramids, your perfectos. Those are a little bit different. Pyramids are how big? How long? Six to seven inches long. There you go. Bellicosos? Five to five and a half. Torpedo? Six to seven inches. Perfectos? Four and a half to nine. Culebras? Five to six. And Diademus? 8.5 and up. Or more. That's a big cigar. And finally, since we talked about the sizes, let's talk about the wrapper. That is the outer part of the cigar. Wrapper, wrapper, wrapper. They call it the wrapper. The leaves. <laughs> You've seen cigars that are kind of greenish or pale. Oh, yeah. Those are your milder cigars. And if you've got a dark brown or a black wrapper, that's a stronger cigar. Always. Whether sun-grown or not, if it's a dark brown, it's going to be a stronger cigar. And if it's a Diademus, nine inches long, you are going to get a, uh, how shall I say, a nicotine rush on that one after a while. But you know, we're, we're going through all these, the sizes, the ring sizes. As you move through your journey as a cigar smoker, you'll open up your humidor sometimes and whatever mood strikes you, it's like deciding what you're going to have for dinner. The size, you know, the, some of the strengths of your cigars, it's what tickles your frenzy. So, you know, not one size fits all. So there's a few names they give to wrapper colors. And when we mentioned that the palest green color is usually one of your mildest cigars, they call that a double claro or a candela. That's your green wrapper. Claro, what color is that? Tan. The Colorado claro? Light brown and red. The Colorado? Medium brown. Colorado Maduro. That's where the leaves are falling off the trees. And the Maduro. That's your reddish red, brown, brown and black. black. And finally, the Oscuro. Oscuro. The have Oscuro. you ever smoked an Oscuro? Yes, I have. Yeah. Yes. It's jet black. Jet black. And it is a partigas. And holy crap. It's like, if you were drinking coffee, it's like a double espresso. It, you have to be in the right frame of mind to smoke that. Really, you do. Here we are. We're going to rate these cigars now. I got to tell you, this this is not 
a flavor bomb by any means. This is not a, it doesn't carpet bomb your mouth with flavor. It's mild, more creamy, but there's lots of flavors here. And as Larry said, he's getting vanilla. He said toasted caramel, right? You yes. say toasted caramel. There's a pepper flavor, but there's also a sweetness in there, isn't there? Oh, yeah. With the caramel, I guess, it kind of goes with it. And there's an earthy note. So if you were to rate this, appearance and construction, one to 10, 10 being the highest, where would you go with this? Overall, I'll give it an eight. Appearance construction, I give this a nine. Burn and draw. Oh, the draw was fantastic. The burn. For, for the type of cigar and the way it was rolled, I'll give it a nine. And I will go nine also. Yeah, this, this really, look at how even and the ash holds together nicely. There's no flaw in this burn. No flaw in this draw. Flavor and complexity. Like you said, nothing is overbearing here. I, I'm gonna, it's, it's complex in its own way. I'm gonna give it an eight. Eight? I will give this a nine. So overall, and I, I didn't tell you this, but each of these are about eight to nine dollars. Okay. So as a price value, a, a value quantifier here, one to ten, where would you go? Well, you said that this, this cigar is hard to find. Yes. So if I went down to one of our local shops here well, and I, I saw this, eight nine dollars. I mean, absolutely. I'll give it an eight. Eight, and I will give this an eight. It is a shorter cigar overall, zero to a hundred. In 89. I'll go 91. Okay. So overall, the two of us together, we're rating this ball moral on Yeho, XO, Connecticut, Rothschild, Massivo. It's a 90. This is a great cigar. It's a great morning cigar, folks. I'm telling you. You wake up in the morning and maybe you're on vacation and you got a couple of those in your humidor. Mm. You walk out to the porch looking out over the ocean or something with your cup of coffee and your significant other. Fired up, baby. This is good. Yes. Here we go. Take us out, Larry. Great being back in the saddle here. Hope everyone's doing fine and everybody's safe and all that good stuff. Just uh, hope to see all of you in the shop or meet you somewhere down the road. Canoeing. The Dog Rocket. <laughs>